Updating. I can have like a 40 ounce. I'm ignorant. Call me a hipster. Awesome, dude. She doesn't know that. I do community service, but I'll still buy my chicken. That's the stupidest thing I've ever heard. Oh, yeah, you specified. <laughs> Hey, what's going on? It is episode 176 of the Hey My Man podcast. This is Dave. This is Ben. Why don't you tell me something exciting this time? Why don't you start something off? Exciting? Well, just start something off. Yeah, I can do that for sure. Um, Well, here's what I did this week. I don't know. I never know when the deadline is for taxes, but I know when the deadline is that I want that money. (laughs) And it's pretty, pretty damn quick, right? So this year, I went to... I won't divulge any details. I won't say... Who my guy is, where it's at. I don't want to give anything like that because that's just bad business, right? Actually, that's good business. But mm-mm, mm-mm, not, okay. no. <laughs> well, so let's hear the story. No, this went, okay. You can go to H and R Block, or you can go to someone that that you know is good with taxes, or you can go to the guy. Right. You can go to the the guy. Mm-hmm. The guy does taxes. A- anybody can punch numbers in, but when you got a guy like the guy that's got QuickBooks and learned how to use it last week, or QuickBook, like, QuickBooks, he says. Oh, QuickBooks, he says. Listen, like the guy that goes, "You use soap, right? Soap? I mean, mm-hmm. eh, you have to you have to wash yourself for work. So I'm going to go ahead and give you the exception for soap. Listen, you use toothpaste. You're meddling in waters that aren't even safe for for crocodiles and alligators to swim in. This is, I can't say too much other than to say that he's the guy. When you got a guy, that guy takes care of you, right? So I go out to see this guy because. It's a little, I guess next year, like the uh, deductions are going to be bigger. So you're going to get more by not itemizing, yada, yada, yada. <sighs> there's, there's, there's all these like rules to it, but. Sounds like America's becoming great. <laughs> yeah. Well, but basically it, it does. Uh, you can't argue. You're not. Yes, I absolutely. In reference to this. Yeah, no, I totally can. I just don't want to. <laughs> right. Absolutely can. Uh, but this is a guy. He's. Oh, no, I can't. <laughs> okay. How much time you got? You want to do 20 ahead. minutes just more on the show? Uh, and he explained to me why. Okay. This dude hates both sides. Not a fan of either side. The, you found a libertarian tax person? The guy is out for the people. Oh, okay. You want to say libertarian, he's out for the people. Let's get your money back because they're just going to spend it. It's bloated. It's all this bloated government, right? So if you can listen to that conversation, which mm. I can for the right price, the guy's going to help you out because he thinks both sides are screwing us, right? So I say, good. So I go out to the guy, and I can't say, dude, there's so many details I would love to to tell you about this trip, about getting there, about, about what I encountered, about what he was like. This is an absolute character. His but name again, wasn't Gar, was it? The tattooist, taxidermist, slash uh, tax reporter? Uh, no, but he's great tax guy. I'm one of those guys that like I claim like a lot all year, so I get bigger checks, so I don't usually expect much. That's changed this year. Turn that ship around. But the point is, he was listening to, do you remember the Crash Test Dummies? Yeah. I don't remember their song. If you, they, I had mean, two, they had like, two hit songs. Okay. The first one was just M's. Mm-hmm. The song was called mm-hmm. I, Yeah. Okay. You know it. Um, yeah, I know it. They had another one called After. It was a terrible song. I don't know how that's a hit, but go on. It was Well, it was a hit because it sold records. Okay. 
Uh, they had another one called Afternoons and Coffee Spoons. Mm-hmm. That one also sold some records. But he was listening to that. It was on, which which automatically make your ears perk up and go, hmm. One, why do I know this? I don't even think it was the hit song. It was like some you know deep some cut. It was a deep cut, and I go, is this Crash Test Dummies? And in my narcissist mind, I'm immediately thinking because I picked that out of thin air, very thin air. He's gonna be like, oh, this dude's legit. Let's see if we can't get him a couple extra G's back. Just because he knew that 90s reference, right? So, I'm like, this crash just dummies, isn't it? And he's like, yeah, it is actually. He still has one of those, like, 100-disc changers in his office. Kind of like how Chaz is your guy. Mm-hmm. This is so, Chaz, This guy's sort of like my Chaz, but for money. Chaz is my handyman slash best friend. Yeah, <laughs> correct. <laughs> uh, sidekick. Right. And so, he's like, yeah, I got a 100-disc changer. I was like, oh, damn, I didn't think anybody did that anymore. So that's amazing. But it's listen- I'm just listening Dude, to it. Let me stop you. The 100-disc changer, I remember people having it, like, in their, their Ford Escort or, or their Chevy Cavalier. Mm. And they're like, oh, you think it's a Chevy Cavalier 100-disc changer? And, the, and it was it mounted in the trunk. Correct. Right? And you had the, and then they had a remote control, like, the, the tiny little remote control in their car. I'm like, you're literally four inches from the radio where you could just press it yourself. Yeah. What's the benefit? Maybe you could give it to the guy in the back seat. He could DJ. But... <laughs> I forgot about remote controls in And cars. the thing is, is, you have 100 CDs in there. How do you even know which? How many people do you think thought they were funny by putting, like, their favorite CD at 69? <laughs> you know what I mean? Or, or you know you know what I mean? Like, mm. there'd be a couple stupid, like, that's my lucky number. Like thir- I always put Rob Zombie at number thirteen because because you, you know if or sixty six. Do you think devil. if you had a hundred disc changer, you had a better odds of having the club or the Viper? If you can afford a hundred disc changer, you probably got the Viper, the one that goes like you're too close to the vehicle. <laughs> yeah, Step right. back. How did that phase out? I mean, it, it was. It, I, I don't know. It never wasn't awesome. I just think it's it's still. People still steal cars, so I mean, I mean, I can't believe they haven't updated it with like celebrity voices or done something. You know, why wouldn't they? Yeah, and maybe I'm giving away a Dave Ovation here. I shouldn't, but that's a really good idea. Well, you know how like Sam Jackson or something. You know how scared like your stereotypical white guys are of black people, Mm -hmm. right? So like in a really affluent area, you have Samuel Jackson be your viper voice. You know what I mean? Step back from the car, motherfucker. You know what I mean? (laughs) Right? Like that'd be perfect. Exactly. Or. Vice versa, right? In, in in the hood, it could be like I don't they're know. yelling at your car, calling it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's a really good idea. Different voices, superhero but, voices. You know, you could do all kind of things. Whatever. Superhero. I wouldn't have that, but I'm just saying the market is 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 thick with people who are involved in in dumb superhero stuff. That would be like, you know, it could play the a theme song for some dumb superhero, and then have the superhero tell you what'll happen to you if you come near. Well, look at how many people wear those uh, Sons of Anarchy hoodies. Oh, you see them everywhere, right? Mm. So you well, could, at least you in could, Indiana, you around here, you do. All I can speak of is probably nowhere on the West Coast right. where they should be. Uh, but but you could certainly have that theme, like whoever is the cool. I mean, Jacks, I guess, or whatever. Sure. I remember seeing entire stands at stores where it was like a whole display area with like. All any kind of merch, Sons of Anarchy merch, you could pot. They really, oh, dude. they wrung that thing dry, man. I see them all the time. Still? Oh, still, like people still have the holdover stuff that they bought five years ago. Oh yeah, I just noticed this week. That's why I brought that up. This week, I probably saw four or five people wearing those. Is it the time for the Lake County Fair again? I don't know. I guess just it's that brisk. Like you don't want to admit it's winter. Or, you know, what I mean? you don't want to admit that it's, it's still cold out, but you're not ready to put like your winter stuff on. I mean, there are the times where you get like this this hooded sweatshirt I'm wearing right now. I've been wearing for ten years. Uh, 
And so I'm glad it has something on it that I, I like and is not, in my opinion, douchey. Mm. And and I guess they feel that same way. But, like, what if you had a yeah, super comfortable piece of apparel but that had something really lame on it? And you're just like, nah, I'm going to wear it. I'm trying to think of if I if I do have something that's awful. Well, I have a shirt that's really comfortable and fits me really well. It's got, like, a Spider-Man logo on it. Mm. It's still per- I mean, it's fine simple. to me. I like it. I think I probably bought it in my mid to late 20s, it's, right? It's age inappropriate now. Yeah, well, yeah. Like, in my 20s, it's like, oh, cool, Spider-Man. Like, I don't think there was that many. It wasn't ubiquitous. Like, at that point, there wasn't superhero shirts. I mean, they were, they were out there, but didn't seem as prevalent. Like, it wasn't as... I, was I, it like I, a low-key Spider-Man thing where it wasn't like the super red and blue and it was sort of like, oh, it's Spider-Man to people who, who are like, but it's... It's like a cool Spider-Man. Well, it's you know just what I mean? gray with the red spider thing on the front. Oh, okay. It's cool. It's pretty obvious. It's pretty, no, it's very obvious. Right. Yeah, but I mean, I dig it. But I've been wearing it probably since I was 26 or 27. I'll still put it on now because it's so comfortable. But when we leave the house, I just go, I don't know. Like, I used to wear it and be like, I look cool. <laughs> but now I just go like, now, like, if, if the problem is, like, if you're out with your kids, they're wearing Spider-Man right. stuff. You can't both no. be. I mean, you can, but then you're that, you're you're admitting it. You're entering into the realm of we're all doing superhero stuff at the same time. Yeah. No. You got, so go on. You're talking about, go your, on about your tax what? guy. Oh, yeah. So I'm not, I forget what the hell I was talking about. But we were at the tax place and we're listening to Crash Test Dummies. And it occurred to me four or five tracks came on and I didn't dislike any of them especially. It was just sort of there. And I went, this is how I used to find things I liked. This is how I used to let things like permeate and get in in to my brain is it was just sort of like I didn't have to seek it out on demand it would be somewhere and I go oh that's pretty good and I'd hear it again somewhere later and I go that's pretty good four or five times after hearing it I should go buy that CD so I'd buy that CD and then I like we talked about before you know I had like a wallet with 20 or whatever 20 CDs and they would get played over and over and over and after a while now that song that you heard a little bit you love that CD now and when track 4 is done you know how track 5 starts and, and, mm-hmm. and so on and so forth and it was cool because, not that I like love the Crashes Dummies or anything, but I go, this was how we used to enjoy music. It wasn't so ADD. It wasn't so like, I need a playlist with all my favorite songs. You know what I mean? That's mm. how you like, learn those those deep cuts and stuff. Well, speaking of like being the DJ in your own car, I mean, everybody who, like you get somebody else in your car and you're like, oh, check this out. And you play like, th- you know, three quarters of the song before you're flipping into the next song. Cause you're like, you're excited. Like while you're yeah. listening to one, you're like, oh wait, you got to hear this one. Hey, do you want, you know this? <laughs> yeah. I, I used to have a buddy. Uh, I used to work at the, the Strax and Sherville grocery store. And my buddy Jim had, he was like always into building cars and stuff. And he had like a, a cutlass at the time that was like gutted out for racing. Like he had like, it was like bare bones. It had like two seats in it. And like, it was a skeleton of a car, but he had a badass stereo system in there. I mean, nothing crazy, but it, it because of the, probably the acoustics in there, it sounded awesome. And he was really big into death metal. And so we would like, and, you know, and like all kind of different stuff that comes off that genre. So we would listen to like Godflesh and Obituary and all this stuff. And I, it, whenever I was in this car, I was like, this is the best shit I've ever heard. It's so badass. Yeah. And then I would try to listen to it at home and I'd be like, I don't get this. Like, how does anybody, and it's not just because I was at home and I wasn't with him. But some music works in some places and sometimes, and you're just like, wow, it's great here. It's like, you know, when women put on a dress in a store and then they go home and they try to put the same outfit on. They're like, it doesn't look like it did in the store. Yeah, yeah. No different than that. But 
as we were speaking about the 100-disc player, it kind of got me thinking about how I'm so ADD about music that when I can never listen to a song all the way through if I'm in contr- if I have physical control and the really? ability to change unless, unless if it's just me I'm fine with it but if I have someone else with me I'm always like oh let's let's check this out too let's I want to get as much stuff in between yeah. A and B as, as humanly possible I can't be the only person now is that like is that like you're doing a thing where like you're constantly trying to convince or sell them that you don't have the patience. Like, if you don't think you've adequately sold them on the first song, like, I got something else for you if that didn't do it for no, you. No, I think what it's about is um, keeping the ball up in the air in reference to, like, for example, uh, we're on the way to wrestling practice, and I'll play, like, uh, Hearts on Fire. Shoot the Thrill. Okay. Okay? Shoot and the as a song starts getting to a point where it's, like, an instrumental or it starts slowing down a little bit, I'm like, no, I got I to gotta keep the ball up. So we're moving on mm. to something else that's just as, we're going to move on to Detroit Rock City. And then once we start Detroit Rock City, I'm going to be like, there's a long part in the beginning where dan and 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 it's like it's not enough. I need something, you know. <laughs> yeah. And that's why when I made the uh, Road to the Belt soundtrack, and I had to keep moving things around because you can't go from a song. Your first song can start out slow and build, but from that point on, your your set list has to continuously be all balls out until yeah. the end when you're doing the cool down, right? Yeah. So what happened was, is I hit the shuffle button. I made it that way. Then when I hit the shuffle button, I wasn't in control anymore of the peaks mm. and valleys. And I was like, this is, this is crazy. No, so what I had yeah. to do was go back and just put in all ball songs that I thought were like, hey, any of these you could start out with. All, any balls. Point. all balls. My playlist is called All Balls. <laughs> all Balls. So then when you play all those songs and your son looks out the window and he, does, and he notices that it's not 1982 anymore, does that mess with him mentally? Is he like, wait a minute. I don't know, man. You I thought that. This is like 1983. The Detroit Rock City rules, right? And then you, I I think that uh, he's still in that stage, probably just on the on the precipice of being out of it, where he doesn't he won't care about hurting my feelings. Where he'll be like, "Dude, turn this shit off. I don't. I'm not down." With yeah, that. yeah. But like my know, kid, my kids think that the Toadies is an up and coming great rock right, band. That right. They, yeah. I mean, my daughter thinks she'll be like, "Well, I don't like Kiss because I don't like their makeup," but. I definitely like Detroit Rock City, or I like really? yeah, or I like you know this Kiss song or that Kiss song. She knows them, she knows them, she sings them. Uh, but if you were to show her a video of Kiss, she'd be like, absolutely not, not having it, don't no. like it. She she could tell by the 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 music, and before Gene Simmons even comes on, that it's Kiss because we listen to it. She can tell the guitar tones. Yeah, I That's mean just awesome. just by the way because we listen to it because it's got a certain sound. Yeah, sure. And, uh, but then right away, she'll always make note to tell me that she doesn't like what they look like in makeup. I'm like, you should see these ugly Jews without makeup. <laughs> you have no idea what, how, what horrifying things lie beneath the makeup. Yeah. The makeup, the best decision Kiss ever made. Oh yeah. Yeah. Because if you see, it. and everybody, you know, this is obviously an old trope, but if you ever see Lick It Up, like when they went to the, Hey, we're going to do the album where we don't wear makeup. It's like, put the makeup back on that's, immediately. It's a bad idea. Yeah. No. Yeah, that, that is crazy. Why would you ever take the makeup off? Who would, like, because you're ageless in the makeup. Think about it. You're completely ageless, and I mean, you you really. I don't think you would necessarily know what Gene Simmons looked like if you you know with the makeup. You, it's in the hair and everything, and however you wouldn't see him on the street and be like, "That's Gene Simmons," because he's wearing boots that make him like a foot taller. You know what I mean? So he's pretty much anonymous so uh, the idea of coming out of the makeup and saying well this is a great publicity stunt people really are asking to see what we look first of all you got out of the makeup and your music the, the, it sucks so put the makeup back on because the show 
And the whole thing is why people like Kiss. Let's yeah. be honest. Well, the, plus them being on stage kind of far away, plus makeup. Right. You can hide And a explosions lot of years. and blood. Yeah, you and, can and hide battle axe bases. You can hide a lot of years with that. <laughs> right. But, yeah. Because think about this. If Gene was sick, you could maybe put someone else in Gene's makeup and, and people be like, oh, it's Gene. Sure. He just was It's a little important because he's a singer, but, you know, not he's not even the main singer, so... Oh yeah, he's not the main one. He could just be like he's having an off night. He's or he's he's a little reclusive tonight. Like he doesn't he like he only sticks his tongue out like every few minutes because right. he's not feeling so right. Great. Or they put a prosthetic on somebody else. But anyway, yeah. that being said, all right. So what the hell was I talking about? Oh, tax man. Yeah, we're never gonna get through this story. I just thought about how nice it was to be forced to listen. And this is gonna sound like contradictory to what you normally think, but to be forced to listen to someone else's music, there's money on the line. I'm not talking shit about the crash test dummies. It ain't happening. I love them. This is my favorite band ever. Just make these numbers look right. You know what I mean? It was just so nice to be forced to listen to someone else's music, not get hung up on it. Just be like, it's on. Just take it. Accept it, right? Then the Carpenters came on, which it was fine too. But here's how dumb I am. I didn't know that they were brother and sister. What? I thought they were a married couple. No. I never dug into that story. All I knew is that my dad liked her music a lot. She sings really well, and I think she had, well, was bulimic. She was. Or anorexic, yeah. right? Bulimic. I don't know the difference. Well, you don't know the difference? I do know the difference. Oh. But for the sake of, of, of comedy, I don't know. Sure. I mean, look. <laughs> Thanks bo- for that. Both of them mean that. The she was woman, really skinny. Both of them mean that the woman cares about her appearance, and I appreciate that. She was really skinny. How she got there, the journey. That's the difference. Well, right? I remember thinking like, oh, this is a nice married couple. Like, boy, those two sure do love each other. They still do. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But I think they really do. Like, I don't know. No. There's got to be some documentaries. That can't just be like. Maybe Captain and Tennille you're thinking of. Well, with, there was Marie and Donny like, Osmond too, right? Brother and sister. Yeah. Those right. two were brother and sister, but it's still They like, look exactly alike. But if it came out like, oh, it turns out that all those people we just mentioned we're all actually getting it on. Would you be super surprised any any time? No, because I was listening to uh, a podcast recently, and they were talking about Richard Pryor uh, getting uh, a BJ from um, Paul Mooney, like a widely known thing, another comedian, like back in the day. Oh. Like, so I was like, well, I get, well, he you know. he joked a lot about like being sort of by once in a while. Oh or yeah, something, right. And and but but then you, Marlon Brando. There's a bunch of people you find out like, hey, back in the it's like it's like Greece. In Hollywood, you know? Yeah. Turns out it's just one... Hollywood's one big bathhouse. <laughs> right. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. I didn't, so, he taught me about how to do taxes the awesome way. And he also taught me that the Carpenters were brother and sister. What if he was listening to Buck Cherry? Then I would have loved that song, Crazy uh, Bitch. Dude, the worst song. Dude, is it worth in... thousands of dollars to you to li- You know I, what I mean? I, I mean, I know this is for the sake of the argument, but I doubt the guy is going to be like, get out of my house. If you don't like Buck Cherry, I just I <laughs> want him to spend the proper amount of time All mulling right. over how often I got to get haircuts and what that should cost me. Gotcha. And Uncle Sam, but it was nice. I just had that. I, In the end, who goes to prison? You or him? Did you sign some kind of thing that says he's responsible? Dude, and I don't didn't know, know any better. Look, you know, look how dumb I am. <laughs> I think you'll be okay. You'll be able to. Yeah. Here, here's guess what? One hundred and seventy-six, or you're probably in one hundred and fifty episodes, uh-huh. right? Of uh-huh. proof. So uh-huh. there you go. You know, we'll turn it all over to the. Listen, uh, here's here's my defense. If anything should go awry, I don't know, dude. Crash <laughs> test dummies were on. I was just like, yeah, that sounds good. Uh, this is a guy I can already guarantee so legit, you that a, that 
75% of the people you work with have pushed you to go to. You don't know anything got, about them. <laughs> yeah, okay. You don't know anything about them. Yeah, okay. And I'm not going to tell you anything about them. There's a lot I more, already know. There's a lot more interesting <laughs> facts, and, and I ain't going to tell you. Okay. But other than the fact that he rules, he's awesome, and I think we should all try to be a little more patient with our music. Just put it on and let it go. Who cares, who cares if you've heard it a thousand times? Who cares if you've never heard it? Just let it go. Let, was, let it soak into you. I was driving around in the company vehicle today, and um, I got a new trainee with me, and he was uh, asking me why I listened to Ranchero music. And I, I, I thought it was like a big – everybody knew this already. And I, mm. I've told you about it before. Mm. I, For whatever reason at work, I always listen to Ranchero music. And I don't even – it's just low. It's like bat in the background. Are you serious? Yeah. Really? Can't explain why. Can't Are you talking about why. like uh, that station, La Ley? I know, 107.5 maybe or 107. I don't know. That's GCI. That's soul, brother. No, this is this is straight up like station accordions and. Like, let's over see Absolutely. Same stuff you'd hear at like uh, El Amigo. Playing yeah. Out. You listen to that whilst Constantly. driving to and fro at work. Constantly. It's the only thing I have on in my work car. You got. I mean, you got to say you got to have some sort of reason. It can't just be like I just black soothing. out and it comes on. It's soothing. It's the least soothing music in the entire world. <laughs> you got to turn it down to one. It could only or be negative one. It could <laughs> only be less soothing if like they were doing it live in your backseat. I'm the only just way telling you, I don't know what it is, man. I don't know. Maybe there is some sort of uh, secret thing I'm doing. I don't know, dude. Like, hearing someone get, like, tortured, like, in Farsi would be less, like... My kids are the same. Like, there's a lot of times where I do it with my kids in the car. And they'll they be driving for 15 minutes. They'll be like, dude, you're listening to Spanish? But you have to, I do it sometimes, too, but that's because I, I like to learn Spanish. But you have to you have to concede that it's not soothing. Anything soothing I'm if it's you, super quiet. I'm, I'm weird like this where, you know, like, some people will listen to, like, a, a white noise. And some people will listen to the sound of, like, whales. Some people listen to rain. So I don't listen to ranchero music to fall asleep. But what I'm saying is, is in that capacity, sometimes I can't listen to political talk radio. I can't or, or talk radio. Period. Terrestrial talk radio. Uh, I have a car that's too old to listen to to plug a podcast or to, with no aux jack. So um, I am. I'm pretty much. I have terrestrial radio as my only choice, unless I you know wanted to, to put my iPhone and hold it out. Or I don't even have a tape deck. Ugh. So. Well, so maybe it's more of a, all the other stations suck so bad that you're like, I uh, I give up. Just put La Ley on. Well, I mean, I, I could just go with nothing, but I choose that. Why do you call it La Is that the name of the station? Yeah. Well, I, whatever it is. That means the law in Spanish. Whatever. Yeah, whatever it is. I just remember because I used to see those bumper stickers so many times. So, so I <laughs> yeah, I don't know. But let me just say this. When you were talking or we were talking about uh, uh, ADD before. Oh, 107.9, La Ley. That's what it is. That's what I said, right? 107.9. You said. Uh, I think you said 7.5. Oh, it's 107.9. But yeah, that is super, super close. station. Yeah. I never knew it was called La Ley because I don't speak Spanish. La in Chicago. <laughs> I don't speak Spanish. Nor do I understand it. H.O. in Chicago. But uh, when we were talking about uh, ADD Escuche and music. Y repita. You could do that all in Spanish if you like. I watched a documentary called Take Your Drugs, I think it's called, or Take Your Pills on Netflix. Oh, I saw that. Dude, I did not know. You saw me commenting on it on, on social media or you saw the documentary? No, I just saw it in like the Netflix titles. So, and I was like, huh. But, but I was like, I just, I, dude, I, I'm, I'm this close to just watching Teletubbies these you, days. You, you know, t documentaries, as far as I'm concerned, always 
the documentarian has an angle. Like this is my point. This is how I feel about this subject. And I'm going to, I'm not going to be, I'm going to be completely non-objective. I'm going to tell you exactly how I feel and prove to you why whatever I'm saying is what I'm saying. I got done with this documentary and I'm like, I'm thinking I should probably do Adderall. Not for any purposes of having ADD because it's, I'm like, I could, how amazing would I be? If I could even focus more attention on the stuff I like. You should do it because it's There's awesome. one guy doing like this art. Like his mom was telling him like, I'll take the, and this dude was like, he was an artist anyway, but like he, he did the cover art for the movie or whatever. And he did all this like really cool stuff. And I thought to myself, like how much better would the podcast be? Would the editing be? Would the, would, would anything creative I was doing if I was on Adderall? Well, you would think I don't have so. to study for any tests. I don't have ADD. So this would just make me a superhero. You would think so. That's what the documentary made me believe. Yeah. But what happens is people that are already super sped up, take Adderall, kind of chills them out a little bit almost. I, am I sped up? People that are like like not that way. Basically, I think like if you don't need it at all, um, then it'll probably speed you up. Yeah. Like, some, like some Mountain Dews and that. You know what yeah. I mean? Uh, but if you're already like a little hyper... Like, otherwise, otherwise they give it to these hyper kids. It would just make them twice as hyper, and that's not the case. Well, my you know? wife was like, the problem that you have with Adderall is, is you don't know what you're going to be hyper-focused on. So you could think you're going to be, like, all oh, super creative and do all this great stuff, and you might end up being hyper-focused on counting ceiling tiles or, like, oh, some yeah. something that you, was not something you planned. Now, uh, she doesn't work in the pharmaceutical industry, so I'm calling, I'm, I'm calling bullshit on anything she has to say negative about Adderall. I've never taken Adderall. I don't know anybody who takes Adderall. I don't need to take Adderall. I just thought, wow, this is an amazing documentary for people who uh, want to take Adderall. Yeah. I was like, but but I think it was supposed to be, it was it was like, you know, geared about, they had like four or five different okay. stories. One guy that needed it, uh, one guy, people that were taking it in college and, and how it helped them focus and, 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 and then basically how like a lot of these industries as far as like competitive uh you know, job market and stuff like that. Uh, these in, in robotics and computer industry and, and stuff that has to do with uh, tech. All these people are on Adderall because they have to be. It's almost like steroids when it comes to sports. If you are not on steroids, you will fall behind because yeah. everybody else is on steroids. These people yeah. have to be awake for, you know, X amount of hours in order to continuously code and do all yeah. this other stuff. Yeah, that's what I remember first hearing about is they one of those shows where it was like everybody in college would do it because you could stay up late and party. And then still study and get all your stuff your stuff done because you would just be on Adderall. So yeah, I mean, look, just how would you like to do double what you're doing? There you go. Look, you could sit on your recliner twice as long. Right. That's <laughs> what. She, that's basically what my wife was saying. Like you, you're, you're. It's not going to work the way you think. Like I thought. No, but what it if is, I though. could memorize, is, learn, and memorize every scale? I could be the guitar virtuoso I always wanted to be. Like if I was like, hey, this week, I'm gonna, I'm gonna learn, I'm gonna take Adderall prescribed. And uh, I'm gonna learn how to be. I'm gonna I'm gonna learn everything there is to learn about guitar playing. Yeah, you can. Well, just just picture it like this. Whatever you're into, add add four hours of of time that you could still be into it. So if you have those four hours in the day, yeah, man. There you go. <laughs> but to be hyper focused and not to let you drift. Like, you know, you'll pick up your guitar. You'd be like, oh, yeah, I'm going to play your guitar. And you play the same five or six songs you always play when you have your guitar in your hand. Then you put your guitar down and you go do something else. 
there's not a lot of time for me, at least, where I sit around and I'm like, I'm going to be working on some new arpeggios. It would be or, nice if it just gave you the drive mentally also, rather than right. just the energy. Yeah. That'd be pretty dope. And I think it does for some people. That's what the documentary is saying. Like, this, but, dude's, this dude's mind was opened up to be this amazing artist because he was able to hyper-focus on, like, say, for instance, he was writing the letter R. And he got hyper-focused on writing the letter R. But then he made, like, big R's and small R's. And he, he made this beautiful pop art out of R's. Okay, but that's a... A weird person on it, right? Animal, right? Yeah, like no, that, I see yeah, yeah. But they but, didn't say that. I didn't get that out of it. I was hyper focused on I the think, fact that I was going to be super creative. Well, you could be a one up, or you could be like, uh, well, you know that I am. Just do a bunch of S's. <laughs> you know what I mean? Or like, like numbers. Be like, R sucks. Right. We do T's now. So whatever. I just uh, I didn't know if you saw the documentary. Now I, I was basically putting it out there that this is the first time I saw a documentary where I walked away going like. This was about drugs, and I'm supposed to take it then, or I'm not really sure Listen, what stance. And a lot of people came back and said, I didn't like the documentary because it didn't take a side. It's not – it wasn't just an informational ad. It was a, It was supposed to be a, a stance. It's what a documentary does. You not have to. can. Well, it didn't. I applaud them for not taking a stance. Maybe they did, and I was just so transfixed on getting on Adderall. That, I, that guy does another uh, – who makes it? I don't know. Okay, but that place. guy does another one. And it's about heroin. <laughs> yeah. And what I found out is that I can write a lot of really great music. Right. Uh, I can. You're past 27, so it's probably not. Yeah. Yeah. I'm already past that age. Uh, they, it's like fields of dandelions. Mm. It's like like it's like like basketball diaries, but just like the cool parts. You know what well, I mean? The Adderall's legal, so yeah. therefore there there is a I guess that argument that is like okay, this guy is basically sidled up to big pharma. It's and, legal because the man says so. But you know man. what I mean? Like he's he's pushing it because you know there there is at some means to, and then maybe this guy has some he's invested in Adderall. Listen, I'm convinced. So far, I can't think of a reason not to. Okay, well, yeah, I, I mean, no, hey, look, I can't. I want to be if an artist. Nothing else. Get out there and mow the lawn and start raking leaves and shit, man. You just just carve ours into your lawn. You know, <laughs> you just take a lot the lawnmower. It'd be like uh, like a baseball field. <laughs> yeah, right. How they drag the blades. Right. That's perfect. Think about how good your your lawn would look if you I mean, were on Adderall all the time. If you want from a plane, it would look amazing because people are like look Dude, at all those crazy R's. You'd have corn mazes all of a sudden yeah. back there. That's, see, now you got me into it. Dude, let's let's both do it. All right. Let's make it happen. Listen. What's you, the fastest way to get it into you? I mean, Let's I don't do know. That. Isn't it turn yourself <laughs> upside down in a funnel? A butt chug it? Yeah. Butt chug it. Yeah, let's right. butt chug Adderall. Uh, the, uh, <laughs> you know, sometimes people think that I have a tendency to be, uh, you know, harsh. And uh, my kid, my, my son, who's 13, is one of these people like, okay, I've told you before, and you're—I think you're much the same way. Where like you like to say things to, not necessarily make people uncomfortable, but make people laugh. Like so, maybe at your own expense, or maybe you know, yeah. like a waitress or um, any other female. Like but, butt chug Adderall. It's the only reason I say that. But like for example, we were at the we were at a doctor's appointment the other day, and I let him answer his own questions so that like the nurse was in there, like, hey, you know, asking him, do you have any symptoms? Do you have any of this? And she asked him if he had muscle weakness. And instinctively, he looked at me and he's like, don't. <laughs> and I, I laughed because before I, I was about to open my mouth and be like, absolutely, has muscle weakness. He's a huge puss. Uh, each like, one yeah, of them. Yeah, where <laughs> right, do we start? Right, right. right. Uh, so I thought it was funny that like at, we're at this point where like he, he gets so angry because when it comes to wrestling, we, we wrestle and we train. And so I'll always just bust his chops about it. 
So like, if any female is like, Hey, you know, are you like in this case, are you experiencing muscle weakness? I'm like, you know, like I said, before I could get the words out, but just to take you back <laughs> a couple of weeks before that, when we were getting ready for the tracksuit party, I was trying to get a track jacket and I saw that they had uh, at the last minute. I, I, I was going to wear a velour tracksuit at the beginning of the party. And then as things got, I was going to do a, a, a share esque costume change in the middle of the party. It didn't oh, happen. I like that. Uh, so I found that the, the track suit I actually wore was, uh, you know, the blue regular Adidas uh, polyester track suit. So I was going to buy it at Kohl's and I went in the men's department. And I saw an extra large track jacket and I was like, okay, well, that's my size. I'm going to get that extra large track pants. I drove them right to my mom's house and I said, hey, I'm short. So you might need to take the, the pants up just a little bit. So she's like, yeah, just come over right now. I'll pin them and sew them. You'll be good to go. Whoa. So I get there and I go, I put the track jacket on, which I got in the same section. If this was it, anybody but your mom, I'd be like, that's some baller shit. It's extremely tight. Extremely. And I'm okay. like, listen, dude, they're on my arms and my chest. They're like, go, is this thing regulation? Dude, I'm an, this is extra large. Like I can't, there's come no on. way I'm two X. There's on. no way, dude. My arm, I'm bulging out of this yeah, thing. Yeah, you're huge. And my mom's like, she's looking at it. Nah. It's, it's an, it's, it's, you got to go get a bigger one. I'm like, I got to go back to Kohl's. I got to switch it out for a double X. So we go there and I'm looking at the double and there's nothing. Even the track jackets that were there when I went there, they must've been on like a immediate clearance because by the time I left Kohl's in Highland, drove to St. John to my mom's house, picked my kid up from Blastling, went back to Kohl's, maybe 45 minutes to an hour. All of the track stuff was gone. There was two pairs of track pants left. What? So there must have been some kind of sale going on, right? There's a tracksuit party, man. So I put on, I go to the lady at the desk and I go, hey, there's an issue with my tracksuit. And she's like, well, what is it? And I go, what's well, extra? I got it at, a, you know, the men's extra large. It's, you know, whatever, but it's a bit tight. And she looks up and she's like, okay. Um, I, I go, do you have any more in the back? And she goes, I don't know. And she asks this other girl, she goes, hey, do you know if we have any more of these in the back? And as she's saying that, I put the tracksuit on. I go, hey, I go, as you can tell, it's a little tight in the right here in the biceps. And I'm flexing. Right where you're huge. Yeah. And she looks at me and she just looks away. And my kid's looking at me and I go to her. I don't know if you heard, but it's a little tight in the biceps. <laughs> yeah, she looks up and she goes, yeah, I heard. I heard you. And she just went right back to doing her business. And then she goes, can I see it for a second? I take it off. She goes, yeah, this is a women's extra large. You see here where it says W? Why? She goes, that's why it doesn't, that's why it doesn't fit your, your huge arms. Ah. Uh, uh, all right. So, you know, I was, yeah, she, 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 put she wasn't having place. it, dude. I was like, but what kind of a miserable, joyless bitch are you? That you can't just be like, yeah, it's a pretty funny joke. About you couldn't, couldn't, give, couldn't give. Like, dude, my kid's here. Couldn't give. My kid's here. And let me tell you something. You're not hot. Okay. Uh -huh. I gave you that joke, and you're not even a hot chick. Now, yeah, like you could I have saved I, that for a good-looking waitress. I hate to come down to this level and be so so rude, mm -hmm. but at the same time, it's like I'm giving you a little something. I, I'm giving you a little. Hey, this guy came and maybe he was, you know, trying to be a little nice to me. Maybe, uh -huh. maybe he thought I was. No, you weren't. You ain't. Like, like you, you're adding some spice to her life with. Yeah, this, because this somebody joke. maybe you could contrive that I hit on you. Maybe when you retell the story, mm -hmm. but you're. But no, that's I only really did this because my kid like, was here and I did could, it for his humor. You understand yeah, what I'm saying? Sure. But like she could have played it off and been like, oh, you know, hey, this guy took the time to like show me his muscles. And I thought he was maybe, you know, none of that happened. Then <laughs> you were in your mind, you were picturing she was going to go home and whilst feeding all of her cats, be like, this guy made a very funny bicep joke. Uh Crinkles, come here. I want to tell you about this bicep joke the guy made. I guess I, the reason I, I thought that way is because my brother-in-law 
there isn't a week that goes by or two weeks that goes by where I end up seeing him at like a family dinner or whatever, where he tells me a story about how some girl based, whether it be in the drive through at McDonald's or at a hospital or wherever, where some girl has, has proposed marriage or, or, or thrown herself at him and he's had to tell her, listen, I'm married. Really? Uh, my wife also says the same thing happens to her every single other day. People are throwing like, themselves at everyone? My, wi- my wife, her brother, and her sister both believe that anybody who pays them any... Then they, they, they tell each other, oh, well, you didn't hear the story of what happened to me. Yeah. I was at this uh, you know, this place and you know, at, at cashing out yeah. at a restaurant, and the person told me thank you, and they smiled at me, and they brought a, a heart over their... Their name was Jamie, and they put a little heart over the eye. I, yeah. I, know, I was like, dude, I'm married. I mean, what... what like, it's hey, I'm flattered. So I went to Chick Fil A, and they were, and then the girl was like, "I said thank you," and she goes, "My pleasure." Right. And I was like, "Whoa, whoa, whoa! Yeah. My kids are." I don't know right. if there's any pleasure needed here. I'm... I was like, "I was like, ma'am, ma'am." First of all, <laughs> right. my kids are. My right. wife's in the car. So everybody knows these kind of people, and unfortunately, my wife and her brother and sister are these kind of people. So I was trying to give this girl, in my mind, that option to go home and tell somebody that once in her life. Mm. Somebody else, somebody came there and maybe was trying to be sweet maybe, and, and, and thought there was something there, but no. See, all these people you mentioned and yourself, none of them grew up in Hammond, right? <laughs> I don't know. Okay. You grew up in Hessville? This girl looked like she might have grown you, up in you, Hessville. She might. To be honest with but you. But <laughs> you grew up in Hessville, you don't have a sense of... I'm going to give that's somebody. That's you that say that. I uh, think that's just you. Uh, I was, I think you realize I was born and lived my first two years in Hessville. Now, it wasn't long enough, obviously, to let that. Uh, but in those first two years, you must have doubled down on the self-esteem well, from, I was drinking, from three to four. I was drinking milk, not water. So who knows what kind of contamination yeah. you had over there. Yeah. Yeah. I, the, I don't have the self-esteem level to ever think. But like, why do you bring down the entire city of Hammond with you? Um, because... I'm the tightrope king of Hesville. Okay. I wear that crown with pride. Uh, no, I just I, it's it's funny because like I hear everything you're saying and it's all it's all funny, but in my mind, like I never think, oh, this is gonna make someone like I make jokes constantly and they say stupid stuff to everybody, and they always expect them to just go, yeah, whatever. You know what I mean? So I don't think. How like, often does that happen? Where they go, yeah, whatever. They, do do you feel like your your ratio is is a solid? Are we including counters with my wife? Like an MMA fight record or a boxing fight record? You know what I mean? Like, I feel like in MMA you could have 10 losses, but you could have three really good wins and you could feel good about yourself. In boxing, it's just not that way. Like, you're you're either top of the heap or you're, you're, you might as well. Well, what it is is you want to have the toughest sparring partner you can so mm-hmm. that your fights you have that. Are, are, are cakewalk. Sure. I go home and I say, hey, honey, I had this, this funniest story happened to me. And three seconds in, it's like, can I just finish? Can you? Does it involve you dying? And if not, <laughs> stop telling it. <laughs> Tell me it's you planning how you're going to do it. Yeah, so, right. No, but it's so hard to get a rise out of her. Mm. And not like, because like, she's mean or whatever. She's just, she's been sparring with me for so long. She's done with your shit. She's just like, yeah. Like, okay, you got you made a pun. You got a great show. You know what I mean? She doesn't care. So, so I have to really. Have you thought about switching up your style, though? Like, if you've come at her. With the no respect jokes forever, maybe maybe get a mm. maybe, maybe get a dummy, like maybe figure figure out you're a prop comic now. You got <laughs> you, you know 
you got to do something different. i will be like, look, I have a funny story today. Not another funny. Actually, Woody has a funny story. I pull the little guy out. I would say if you're doing the Rodney Dangerfield, I know you're all, 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 all you already you're, you're like uh, Rich Little or, or like you know the, the voices. You do the you do a lot of uh, you'll go into move back and forth in impressions. Okay, and maybe that's why she's like, no more movie impressions. Maybe I need to just go like like. Um, Set up punchline. I need to like right. Mitch Hedberg her yeah, for a while. There you go. I need to just like just throw a little. Just jab, 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 jab. She jab, doesn't jab. like the one liners. Right. I need. I need to set. Yeah. yeah. So that's the case. Definitely, so, she doesn't want to hear your long form story jokes oh, either. No. <laughs> oh no. No God no. So yeah. So then maybe like when I tell jokes or try to make other people laugh, when it works, it's like taking that weight off of your bat that you've been swinging near the dugout. You've been swinging that bat with those heavy donuts on them. You know, if you're a mm. baseball player. So when I go out and I try to make a joke to some guy who's hemming my tracksuit or something, then they're like, "Oh, this guy's this guy's that's a really funny joke," but I don't notice it because I'm too busy setting up for the well, next one. I I was at uh, um, I went with my my handyman slash sidekick Chaz to go pick up some doors at Menards yesterday, and the guy that was working in the like the you know the part where you go and he he gets the doors out of the storeroom for you. This guy had absolutely the worst personality out of anyone I ever met. He was obviously he was having a terrible day, um, or that's just his life. But whatever it is, mm-hmm. Chaz is one of these guys like he does not care what kind of day you're having. He's having a great day every day, and he's going to force you into his world. Like he's like so loud, and he's in this dude's face, and I'm like, dude, it's clear this guy is just not having it. <laughs> And it was so uncomfortable. And like I was uncomfortable. And I had to tell him, like, dude, chill out. Like, stop. Stop with this guy. He's going that hardcore. Well, because the other guy was like, he's like like rolling his eyes right at me. And like, it was so obvious. He was just pretty much saying, like, if I didn't work here, I'd tell you to get fucked right now. What kind of sunshine was Chaz trying to basket upon? Oh, he was telling him how he used to drive a forklift like that. And how he, you know, hey, buddy. Calling him by his name. And hey, you know, but like loud and boisterous and in his face. And talking to him about the back in the days when his forklift was like the one this guy had. But his forklift moved out at this angle, too. And then. He was. He went into a story about the job that he used to run the forklift on. This guy's like, I don't care about any of it. I want you to die right now. (laughs) That reminds me of like cable guy when they go to medieval times. Yeah, and the and the waitress. He's like, wait a minute. They have they they don't have silverware, but they have Pepsi. And she's like, I got a lot of tables. But Uh, you're spending a ton of time with this dude. Oh yeah, he was here all last week. uh, Putting in. We did a tile backsplat. Well, when I say we, I mean he. I entertained him the entire time, and uh, he would tell stories, and I'd be like, "Yeah, he told that story. Don't tell me that story again." I made him coffee. Do um, you? How do you like just watch the entire process? It's hard. Aren't you like, dude? I just I'm gonna go in the other room and stuff. No, because um, I, you know, I I can't even explain to you why I should go in the other room. Like if I'm if I'm leaving it up to him, I should just be like, dude, I'm gonna. But but he he doesn't want to do that either. Like a lot of it is just uh, about bullshitting well because he's giving you a good deal You're right. so he expects you to like kick it with him a little absolutely. bit. absolutely yeah so a lot of it is you know he'll be like i'm thinking about doing this i'm thinking about doing that and, and my answer to all of that is like do whatever you're gonna do like i i really have no input here i don't know what you should be doing he's like i'm you know you really need to do an angle cut here i'm gonna i'm gonna take the saw and i'm gonna jog it up here and this is it's gonna i don't i, I really don't care if my wife yeah. was here um, you could tell her, and she maybe tell you, no, I don't want that. I, I have zero dog in this fight, really, except for to. You're like, I trust you. Just do what you. Yeah, do. like you're you're the you're the craftsman, brother. Like you just do it, yeah. you know. 
And uh, it frustrates him because he'd be like, hey, can you come over and look? And, see? and I'm like, nah, I'm good where I'm at. Just figure it out. <laughs> Uh, and I just harangue him the whole time, and uh, but and I, I give him moral support in the in the, the way that only I can. But um, he he had me. He says uh, he had me take a picture of him next to his his tile saw. You got that big tile saw. He's like, hey, I don't mean to put you out, man, but like we're all done and everything before I clean this thing up. Do you mind getting an action shot or two of me with the saw? And I'm like, for what? Well, a guy I'm doing a job for. I want him to know that I'm not some rinky dink. You know, I got, I got, I got legitimate tools. So what I'll do is I'm going to, I'm going to post it. And so the guy will see me and it'll be like, it'll be like subtle, but you know, I'll, I'll say, Hey, you ever see this tile job? And then we'll sneak in that picture of me next to the tile saw and he'll know that my shit's legit. This was his, he, this was his thought. Or oh yeah. Thought he he must've been him. thinking this for days before he proposed, he finally proposed this, this photo shoot. So my okay. neighbor's out there watching me. And uh, he's, you know, he's got his uh, his Canadian tuxedo on, his his best uh, jean jacket and, and 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 whatnot. And he's like, oh, get one from this angle, get one from that angle. And he, you know, he, he's down and dirty on this machine. Love it. That's a pretty big saw, dude. But but the funny thing is, is like, I was somebody asked me uh, actually, Air Todd. He's because I he, I had him do a job for him, and a lot of the people that listen to the podcast have used them. So and they're all like, everybody's like invested in this. Dude, now. I have avoided putting the baseboards in my basement oh. for like two years, and it's not a hard job. I just I'm always like, I still like I don't know, I just put it off for so long now that like mentally I can't do it because I just put well, it off. Just get him to do it like, for the podcast. Yeah, I should. So you can you can experience this. I feel like Chase, dude, it's baseboard. I mean, I'm talking about. Just cut it, zip it in. So while he was working, I made May, a Facebook. May I took his phone and I made a Facebook for him. So because yeah. he's not very social media savvy, I, I, saw I, something... I made an Instagram for him. Uh, what? Oh, go ahead, go ahead. So uh, with all that being said, Air Todd was asking me. Now, for anybody who doesn't know, Air Todd is a buddy of mine who asks some questions on the podcast and we answer them, and he even has a theme song. Uh, but anyway, so he reached out to me and said, uh, uh, what are you adopting this guy now? Like, it just like, you're, you're up in this guy's business. You guys have a joint Facebook or what, you know, what's, what's mm-hmm. happening. Yeah. Some people have like, you know, when their, their wives don't trust them. And so they have like both their name and their wife on the same yeah. Facebook. Like, uh, Hey, send me whatever. But you know, me and my wife both have the same Facebook. Yeah. So just don't get crazy. Our face, my Facebook name is Tom and Mindy Smith. Right. Right. So that's just, you know, that's yeah. my page basically. Yeah. She, we, we, we like to look at the same. No, dude, we, we know why we, both we know Pinterest. So, uh, naked chicks. what I told them was, I said, you ever seen that movie? Uh, Oh God. With George Burns. Oh, I know of it. Or have you ever seen, you know, Beauty and the Beast, this story. Mm. So in Beauty and the Beast, this ugly, heinous witch comes to the, the Beast's house before, the Prince's house, and asks him, hey, could I come in and get some food and shelter? It's terrible outside, and he's having this party, and he's like, nah, get, get out of here. You're an ugly witch. Mm-hmm. And then she says, okay, now you're going to be the Beast forever more, and blah, blah, blah. Or, oh, God. So, so let me get there. I said, here's the thing about Chaz. I think he's God. Okay. So I, I've never met a person like this, dude. Everything that surrounds him and that I've seen about him tells me this dude is God. It's it, like, it's like, like a extreme version of undercover boss. Without a doubt. No, it's like a uh, divine version of undercover boss. So what I said is if I cast him out, which I wouldn't, but if I cast him out, what if he puts some sort of curse on me and I, I this is a test. Oh, there's no doubt it's a test. So, I mean, I've embraced this man like a, you know, like you said. He he is the the Robin to my Batman. Every week, the way I see it, every week you're adding rooms to the big mansion upstairs. <laughs> so every week. So 
I, I, I told him, I told Todd, I said, he is like George Burns and oh God, you don't see him the way I see him. And I go, and the, uh, my wife was telling me, uh, he, he had, he got sick and he had to go to the doctor. My wife said, you know, what happens if, if, if you got a call from the doctor or some sort of attorney and said, Hey, uh, he, he something happened to him, but he left every, all of his worldly possessions to you and in his storage shed. And I go there and the guy's amassed wealth. Yeah. Gold bricks. I yeah. never knew about it. That's not why I do this. But just for the sake of this conversation, I go, I never met a guy like this. Something compels me to look out for this guy. He's such a great dude. So, but I think he's God. Well, but here's the thing too. If he was like less abrasive, if he was, if he was more cuddly uh, and more like, if it was, it was, I don't want to give you that impression though. Cause he is cuddly, dude. He loves to give hugs. They're okay. free. Okay. And, uh, and it was funny the other day he came to give my kid a high five cause he loves to do the high five thing. And my kid lifted his hand like he was going to do a high five. And then Chaz lifted his other hand for a double high five. And my kid thought he wanted a hug. So my kid went in and gave him a hug. <laughs> I said, this is uncomfortable on so many levels. Unhand the handyman. Maybe a hug is a bad term. If he was just a little, um, a little easier mm. to accept, mm. you know what I mean? If he on was on first contact, like if he didn't always have the, all the denim, <laughs> and wasn't speaking in your face as much, then that wouldn't be a test. Because he'd be like, this is a joy for all of us. Right. He doesn't need me to stand here and watch him do the tile. He says, actually, go watch your show. I'm good. I got right. it. Right. That's right. not a test. No. You're being tested. But, yeah, and the thing is. You know what I, your grade I, is so far? A plus. A plus. Absolutely. A plus. His, uh, if you go to my uh, my Instagram or our Facebook, his business card's up there. And he has his own Facebook page. So I, I encourage every one of you to reach out and touch Chaz. <laughs> I got to have him do the baseboard. I think that's... Yeah. Because look... It's reasonable. Well, because I keep saying, don't hire somebody. I can do this. It's not a big job. But I keep not wanting to do it because it's just big enough to where I don't want to do it. Right. I'm going to be like, hey, everybody needs to get out of the house. Uh, I need to block <laughs> I need to block up eight hours of this day. And it's like, oh, you're finally going to do the baseboard? Dude, no, no, no. I'm going to watch somebody do it. Even better, I turned on... Uh, he, he'll be like, what, did I make you mad? And that means, like, turn the music on or how come I don't have music? So I had... Um, I put on uh, a bunch of. I try to figure out what what he you know what his thing is. So I had it's uh, not Van Halen. I, it can be, yeah, absolutely. I did eighties. Um, what's what's the not Spotify, but the other thing, Pandora. Pa- so I did Pandora eighties, uh, okay. or you know, so it had Motley Crue, Quiet Right. He knows all that. I sure. did Creed, a Credence uh, channel. Perfect. He knew all that. I did old ninety sevens, um, and they have like. Um, Cake, old ninety seven, anything. I mean, it's it's more contemporary, but it's okay. like it's like a lot of that country sort of edge to mm. it. Um, and he was like, "Oh man, you know all this stuff about." He thought it was my own playlist. I didn't have the heart to tell him it wasn't. I was like, yeah. "And he'd be like, Ooh. who plays this?'" And I just looked down and read it, and I'd be like, "Oh, this is so and so." He's like, "Dude, eighty uh, three. I, I thought I knew a lot about music, man, but but you are you are on it, oh, Columbia Records. So I just basically yeah. DJed and drank coffee and uh, watched him work. Nice, but. Yeah, it turned out amazing. So, so one could get a hold of him if they went to our Facebook. Yeah, our Facebook page. I'll, I'll post his, his thing up there again. Okay. His uh, business card. And on Twitter. I'll, I'll fire it out there. Okay. But he is ready to work right now. All right, good. Good. Well, I, I should have at least one. Unless I need one. him for something. <laughs> right, right, right. Had this thought. As I get older, well, my brother and I had this thought at the same time. As we get older, the things you, you, you know what's weird like like when you're 19 and then you see like a 40 year old person who's like I don't know, recently divorced or never got married where they go out on a date 
they're going on a date with another 40-year-old, and they're very excited, like, oh, man, like, this chick's amazing. In the back of my mind at 19, I was, well, she's amazing, but she's not, like, like hot 19-year-old amazing. She's for your, you know right. what I mean? There's that thing where, like, you parallel, like, you're into more what where you are in life. Right. You know what I mean? Like, she can only be so amazing if she's not 19 to 22. What if you you're 19. You're yeah. saying you have a ceiling for what is the top. Yeah, because and you're just you, going. If she's over 30, it's like, well, I mean, that's great for me. You're not going to, like, really be in anything long term. I mean. Yeah, because you're just looking at certain criteria right. and you haven't, right. like, gotten older and be like, oh, I don't have time. For, right. I don't want to go to the bar and do shots. all that. You know what I mean? Well, that doesn't always apply to everybody. I know I've talked about websites that show adult films before, but that doesn't apply to everybody on those sites. I had this thought where I think it's super creepy that you can go into like a porn hub or something and there's a bajillion videos of people that are like barely legal, 18, like teen, teen, teen. You put in teen and it's just endless. And I thought, all right, man, this is, this is maybe if, if you're 19 on that site, all right, go nuts, right? But I think it's super weird if people that are older are looking for that. Like, if that's still what you're looking for, I think it's odd and strange. And so, you know how when you go to certain sites... Not for eye candy, though. I mean, um, if you're at a website, you're... I, I'm not... If I'm shitting on your point, tell me. Well, he, here's what I'm saying. Is if... Okay. Uh, if my daughter was that age, it would be odd to be like, oh, I'm going to sure. look up chicks that are my daughter's age. <laughs> super, super weird, right? Uh, in, 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 in a way, it's really odd. So... You know how there's certain sites where kids want to go on and it's like um, for like a kid's app or kid's YouTube or whatever. And it's like put your age in. Right. And it shows, okay, if you're this old, you can go to this. But you're limited to only these following things. Yes. Yeah. Here's my idea. You got to put your age in when you go to Pornhub. Now, a lot of people aren't going to be happy with me because they're going to go, dude, no, no, no. You don't ruin this for me. But sort of like the parent who goes like, look, I know you don't like eating your vegetables, but it's good for you. Mm -hmm. Just do it. It's not good to eat. You'll find something you like you in this realm. You can't. Yeah. You can't just have butterscotch candy for dinner. It's not a good idea. I know you don't love peas, but you'll come well, around to It's like to being them. on Weight Watchers. You can't have all this good stuff that you want to eat, but eventually you'll find something that you can eat that you'll – it'll do the job. Everybody wants ice cream all the time. It's not a good right. idea, right? Right. So here's what you do. When you go to like a Pornhub or one of these sites, you got to put your age in. Okay? Now, I'm not going to say exactly where the cutoff is, but the cutoff, we're going to make it a cutoff. I'll leave that to the smart people. We're going to make that a cutoff, and it's going to go, if you're over this – if you were born – under this year, it's always over for like mm -hmm. cigarettes, over for beer. If you were born under this year, you don't get the teen category. Okay, but you you have to remember that 99% of the time when it says teens, it's a 65-year-old chick with pigtails. Mm. You know what I mean? It might like, a, a, it lot, might a, a lot of times it's it's false it's false advertising. Yeah. It's major back, false advertising. But back when, back when pornography was like there was a lot of it, but now it's like... Every person in the whole world. Is, it's like, it's HD. Dude, the options are like, it used I mean, to, I'm only saying this because you told me, but go ahead. It used to be that way, maybe, but now they're like <laughs> legit. They're like, no, I, 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 nothing's off limits. Anybody at all times doesn't matter. Mm -hmm. Um, So I'm saying if you punch it in and it goes, okay, you're 44. Um, 
here's these are X'd out. Almost like like you got blocked yeah, on Facebook. Grade. You get blocked from Teen, barely legal, you get blocked. Um so I think that's I think that's my idea. And it's just gonna enrich everyone more. Look like I know you because here's the thing, maybe you've been look type, at age appropriate pornography. There it is. I mean, you've been looking at this other one for 20 years and that's what you like because you've been looking at it for so long well it's you know same as uh, I can't wear my Spider-Man shirt all the time anymore not age appropriate also you can't type in I mean things. it makes all the good sense in the world but I just don't think it's going to catch fire personally no because I would have to try <laughs> to convert the creeps right is it really the creeps or is it just mankind period I mean <laughs> oh you just made me lose all hope in humanity I mean let's be honest I didn't even I, have, I barely had a point but I'm just saying like uh it is what it is so again they would still be safe enough to to as long as the maybe what happens is the porn stars at whatever so say at 35 they say they're 21. Okay. Like, hey, I know I'm 21. Sure. We lock that in. So at 35, you're 21. When you're 45, you're 31 now, right? Okay. Yep. So, but you, because you've already established that. Now, when I, when this person puts, when the viewer puts in his age, it also goes with your chronological age too. So you, you could dress up like a younger person for the, the fantasy part of it, but okay. it's still okay and, and completely appropriate because you're actually a, a, a 31 year old female. Yeah. Does that make sense, or is that too? Yeah. Is it the al- too many algorithms? I'm gonna leave the algorithms to the smarter people. <laughs> uh, but I, I like where your head's at. And the non-comedy part of my brain thought about this, and they go, well, "Hey, man, look, the people that are looking it up are not there doing it. Okay, so let them let, let them do this. Let them get it. Let them get it out now, so it's mm. not in real life." Uh, I realize that, but. Uh, that's that's out of my control. Okay, yeah. I can't do that. What I'm saying <laughs> is you can do about age that. appropriate. Please, please, because what's going to happen is it's going to be super weird. I'm not there yet. My my kid's five, right? But I'm going to be faced with this in 15 years. Like you better lock it up and you better start. You know, <laughs> well, that's for sure. Granny porn it is. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> no, I, but I'm just no, saying. Yeah, I got you. I'm just saying. It's weird. Uh, I when I was when I was growing up, I had a, a big crush on Alicia Silverstone. I thought she was. Uh, she was your age. The bee's niece. A couple years yeah, older. Yeah, yeah, maybe. yeah. No, she was my age. But um, my niece now, who's just, you know, a beautiful girl. She's great. I love her. Uh, she looks pretty similar. She looks like like her a bit, you know? And I'm like, well, this, you know, that's out then. No more. <laughs> I guess I don't like that girl at all anymore, you know? Just yep, because. There's that. But but I had to grow and go, okay, Lisa Silverstone's well, out. Hopefully, as you grow. Lisa Silverstone is out, and so you, is all these categories. Alyssa Milano and all these people that were, you know, your contemporaries are no longer. You grow and they go. I'm not saying that you like the current day her. Right. But, right. you know, taste change. They should because it's just, it, right. like I said, it's not appropriate for you <laughs> right, yeah. to be into a 12 year old, uh, you know, uh, Candace no. Cameron. It's not. <laughs> <laughs> right or right, Kirk right, Cameron, right. for that matter. So I think speaking I think of Pornhub, should take my advice. You're going to lose a ton of money, but you're going to grow morally. Oh, speaking, but just half uh, credit goes to Nate for that idea too. Speaking of age appropriateness, um, I went roller skating. Oh yeah, did you hear about this? Yeah, well, I heard you talking about it a little okay. bit on Facebook. I went roller skating. My wife was, her friend was, uh, told her about it. She's like, yeah, I'm going there with my kids. Now this is in Portage. So it's 20 miles away from where I'm physically at at the time when this information comes out. 
And I felt like, you know, no, I want to go home and sit on the couch and do nothing. And my wife's like, well, I really want to do the roller skating thing. It'd be fun. And this DJ is going to be there. And he's like Chicago, well-known Chicago DJ. And I'm like, I don't know anybody from B96 or any other like DJ-esque things. So that doesn't mean anything to me. Uh, But what she did do was she convinced my sweet six-year-old daughter to convince me by batting her eyes and doing the, you know, daddy, please. You know, I'd always wanted to roller skate. So I was like, well, I'll go, but I'm not going to roller skate. Okay. I'll go. I'll drive you there. And I'm going to stand there with my arms folded. I'm going to be real pissed off. And you could skate around two or three times. You're going to, it's going to suck. You're not going to like it. She's not going to know how to skate. You're going to fall. It's going to be a big pain in the ass. It's an opening night. This place, it's the first night this place. I think what happened is it's oh my called. Oh God! Um, you went on opening night. It's called uh, Skate World, SK8 World in Portage. Oh, I get it. And it used to be somewhere else, I think, or another business was there. So it's refurbished and reopened as this place called Skate World. Okay. So it was a skating rink before. It was called something else. It's been defunct for. It was Skate a World time. with an ATE before. Maybe. I don't know. (laughs) But anyway, we go in this place and everything is neon orange, neon green, disco balls going. Dude, the best time. (laughs) So the first couple times around, like I'm I'm dug in. All right. I told my wife, I'm not doing this. So you can go. You can get her skates. You guys can. They have like little um, PVC like walkers for your kids with wheels on them. See, I was going to ask you that. I was going to do it kind of off mic because I was like, my kids want to do that stuff. Yeah. But I was like, dude, it's going to take all day, and I'm just not. First of all, I mean, your son, even your son, I, I don't know. I mean, if you if you don't know how to roller skate, it's going to be tough. You're going to have to have a parent with each kid because the other part is when I was a teen, excuse me, when I was 9, 10, 11 years old, th- this, was, this was the thing. And I told my kids, I go, it was Thanksgiving break, spring break, whatever it was. On Friday, your teachers gave you a, a, a admit one. For the Linwood Roller Rink, the Rink in Maribel, wherever oh, it was, yeah. the Roller Dome. I used to frequent the Roller Dome a bit, and, and, and it was on. It was the place to be uh, Friday night at when your vacation oh, from God, school started. Yeah. And I don't. It didn't even matter because I I was telling my kid, I go, I broke dance, so it wasn't even about you. Didn't even have to be there to roller skate. That's where every kid at your school was going to be Friday night at the beginning of the vacation break. Everybody was going to be there. If you weren't there, you were square. Can you say broke dance? Broke dance. You break dance? I braked danced. You broke everybody. You did. broke the dance. It was just me. So I told my wife, I said, you know, I had a, I had a handkerchief. I had a oh my neon God, green dude. spike braid. I had the, little, the sunglasses that were the little tiny, you know, 80s sunglasses, parachute pants, all, all of it. I remember a certain podcaster a couple episodes ago going... I'm not embarrassed to anything I ever did. No, I'm not everything I did was awesome. It was awesome. Oh, okay. okay. Dude, I mean, it was time appropriate. I'm just trying really to think of who that was that said they didn't do any lame shit. It was shit. me, but it wasn't lame. It Somebody was totally cool. said they didn't do lame shit. Regardless. Like, so, <laughs> uh, I hadn't roller skated. Now, I had inline skates when I played, like, you know, hockey before or whatever. But I never really, uh, I didn't, like, aggressive inline skate and go down railings and any of that stupid shit. I want to know more about the kerchiefs. Get back to it. But, um, so I stood there with my arms crossed, dug in, like, this is stupid. We're leaving. But the whole time inside, I was like, man, it looks like a lot of fun out there. I'm wondering why you're so dug in. Because I I told my wife, I was so pissed that my wife made me drive all the way to Portage to have fun when I don't, I've made it very clear. I don't like fun. But you knew that fire and passion was in you. You knew. Fuck yeah. (laughs) 
you knew it was there. What so you... I got in there and I thought oh it's going to be so. We got there and they're like, "Hey, we're out of skates." <laughs> So if you brought your own skates, you can go in. If you didn't, you're going to have to wait till somebody else is done skating and brings your size oh. because we did not plan for Dude, the it's line so was busy. way out the door. So as you got we're, a six-year-old with you. As we're pulling this. up, I'm telling my wife, I go, call your friend, see if she's there, if everything's smooth sailing. And she's like, oh, I see the look on her face. She shows me a Facebook Live video that they're videoing. People are wrapped around the outside of the building, the parking lot. That sounds awful. Yeah. So I'm like, this is going to be terrible. So we waited in line for like 25 minutes. We got all the way to the front. They're like, yeah, we don't have any. We have skates in your daughter's size and maybe skates in your size, but maybe not. So we just were like, well, we'll get them for our daughter. My wife's friend was there so she could skate around. And if worst case scenario, it was like it's 10 bucks a piece to get in. So they have like a walker thing that yeah. enables them to get used to it. Yeah. So they can walk behind it, you know, and skate. And it has wheels, too. So you move. But here's That's where I'm getting. Cool, right? When I was a kid. Um, I was one of these skaters, like, you know, that would, like, cut in through people and, the, you know, the referee would have to blow his whistle at me and kick me off the thing. That doesn't sound like you. Yeah, I was carving in and all that. Dude, those people still are alive and well. The refs? No, those two. But the, the carvers, the people that are in there acting like jackasses. Well, that's guess a, what? That's a spirit. They're our age. They're the same guys. Oh, no. It's not younger kids who go like, hey, we didn't, you know, we figured this out on our own. It's the same jagoffs that were doing it when I was doing it. They're, so, they're grown. They're 40 some years old. So you had to go back to your car and get your kerchief and your glasses. No, I didn't. You had to. I didn't have them. If I, I, trust me, when I go back, I'll have them. Yeah. But so my daughter is out there with this little, you know, little gate. And my wife's going around and my wife can barely skate. She's not very nimble. And I'm like, I tell my wife it always. After like three or four times around, I go, <laughs> I want to get this over with. You're tired. You're sweaty. I mean, why don't you go take your, your... She goes, well, I could take my skates off and just tell them I got the wrong size and have them give me your size. We, you know, we want to pay again. Yeah. Um. So she does that. And uh, I got on that floor. And I went around with my daughter once, and I told my daughter, I was like, yeah, you know, you're probably tall. Why don't you, why don't you, why don't you take five? Oh, my God. And I soared like an eagle. <laughs> backwards, 360s, one leg down. You remember to do backwards? Oh, yeah. That's really? I started doing figure, you know, the figure eight backwards. I was, you know, I, I was in it. Wow. I fell once. I, b- I biffed it pretty hard one time trying to show There's no video of that, though. No, there's no video of that. Uh, but I did not want I wanted them to stop. It felt good to be alive. It felt great, dude. Wind was. <laughs> I was flying. You got flying. the disco wind flowing through your hair. Yes, uh, my hard part. That, it shot down the center of my hard part. That tech, that techno beat just the DJ just pumping your blood. The DJ was playing. You know, Eddie Grant, uh, rock down to Electric Avenue, maybe a little bit of. Uh, oh, dude, my li- my friend, just- I feel for you. My friend just this week told me, again, the name of that song. That one? No, no. The one that I, I cited months ago when we were talking about, um, they would play Diamond Girl. Diamond Girl. They played Diamond Girl, yes. Yeah, yeah great. And uh, the other one. The Rob one with, Bass. No, it's the one with the robot voice. We'll be rocking tonight. I forget, but I remember Damn it. He it. just told me. They played me. that. Absolutely. So we were there for Let's maybe move, like an hour and a half. Right. Mm-hmm. They played all the hits. And I was literally... Taken back in time, twenty five years or you whatever. barely noticed your your six year old sitting on the side. <laughs> She's crying like, "When am I going to get back on the floor?" <laughs> you promised I could learn. So then my wife told my daughter, "You have to going to have to sit out because I'm getting my couple skate." So we ended up, you know, we we, we I gave it a couple. I think we did. It was like you know when the children cry about white lion or something. You know, did you um. 
did you really soar at that moment too? Like go around her? No, a I tried bit? to slingshot because it went from a slow song to a faster one, and I was like, "All right, you ready for the slingshot?" Which is you almost do the thing where you push her forward, then she uses her arms and pulls you forward, and you generate energy going. Yeah. You know, and she's like, "I don't know what the slingshot is." I was like, you, you to... "I didn't know you were so good yeah. at skating." Well, I mean, these are four wheels. The ones you're doing. Yeah, 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 yeah. Man, that's cool, dude. I was an amazing, and my mom listens to this podcast, so if you don't believe me, I was an amazing water skier as well. Really? But none of those things, people don't do those things anymore, do they? Oh, they never did it where I came from. Oh, okay. B- but I remember- Trick skis, slalom, everything. Really? Yeah. Damn, that's pretty cool. I, I mean, I remember being like, uh, I wasn't like- Couldn't the- go to college on a water ski scholarship. No, I wasn't like the good skaters. I was like better than people that were awful, mm-hmm. but I wasn't you guys. Right. I wasn't like- handkerchiefs figure eighting. I could do backwards, but not great. You know what I mean? Well, here's the thing. I could do, like, I would probably take me a while to get back to being as good as I was, but I can go, if I generate some speed and turn backwards, I can coast real good. There's some people who can do the, you know, who can kick backwards and really generate momentum. I could pretty much coast on my forward momentum by turning backwards and then turning forward again. Dang. So it's going to take me a while to get back. But I'll tell you what, the next day my legs were good. I, I was, Everything was good. But I will bring a lace puller next time I come because you, there's no way you can get the laces as tight as you need them with your fingers. You got to get the, it's a hook with a handle on it and you, you know, you use them for hockey what? skates too. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. You never know. wear hockey skates? Uh, we just tied them. Like normal. pond hockey. Yeah. That's, but you always realize your ankles feel sore because they wobble. So it's, you can't get them as tight as you can. It's like a. You know, like a, I know an saying. ice chipper, yeah. but it has a hook, like a crochet hook. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You, you yank it all the way up, and it gets nice and tight in there, man. You need to wear some tight-ass socks with the balls on the back. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. I mean, it sounds I awesome. might do those trucker balls on the back of my skates. <laughs> you know, truck, trucker nuts? Trucker nuts. <laughs> I think... Uh... But wait, before I go... I, I did a, I did a Yelp review of my experience, and I did a rev- and I copied and pasted that review on their Facebook page. You are so proud of your Yelp reviews. People, the the owner of the place was he was blown away by my review. See, you you think the lady Joseph Pete of the Hammond Times also commented. And do told you me think how the great lady at Coles wants to hear your joke? You think the guy at Yelp <laughs> wants to hear your just, review? I'll tell you what. Uh, no I, wonder you're soaring like an eagle. I it was poetry in motion. Forget <laughs> about what I wrote or what I've said. Yeah. My skates did the talking then. Their skates did the talking then. I actually thought about it when I was going around. I'm like, is it? I'm probably going to give it like that two week thing where I tell myself when I get a hankering to buy a new guitar and I go out and buy one, I'm like, damn it, I should have waited two weeks because I would have been over this impulse. I almost was like, let's all go as a family and just get some roller skates. I'll probably never go back, but you know, no, I can't. How did your daughter uh, enjoy it? She didn't do too well. She sucks. She wasn't that great. She couldn't. She wasn't as good as you. She was good when I went with her because uh, I w- I'm able to like play out a little bit more. My when her and my wife were going, they were so close to one another. Her the back of her skates were hitting the front of my wife's skates, and they kept falling together. Okay. So I think if you're able to bend your back and push that, you're you're taller, so it'd probably be better. Both Go you and your wife are bit. taller uh, than me and my wife, so I think you'd be you'd be fine. Because I know my kids would love to do it, but dude, it's the same with like with the bike. I'm, it's been so cold, but I'm trying to get my son to ride the bike with with no training wheels, and it's just like, can't you just learn already? It, it, like, if your kids eat shit, though, are they done? Kind of. Yeah. So I mean, I mean that, that's one of those kinda. things where we we just have this thing where, like, you know, if my kid falls down and he starts, my son or starts whining, we're just like, get up. We're not gonna. We'll just yeah. we'll, we'll just skate away. Like there will be people that will run you over. They're coming quick, so you make uh. your make your decision. 
So get your kid a helmet. You're kicking them out of the nest. And yeah, just right. Pretty fly. much. Because yeah. we wanted to hold hands and skate. We're like, you guys can either sit out or join in, whatever you want to do. And do an I picture, like, you know that Pixar movie, Inside Out? No. Where there's all the emotions inside their head. There's, mm-hmm. like, anger, joy. Well, it's a movie where okay, I, I basically get each of the emotions has their own character. And they are all overreacting and doing like things. Like Herman's Head, the old 80s TV show. Very much like Herman's Head. And uh, I picture, like, you going to the roller skating rink and being like, ah, I don't really I don't really care about this. But inside, like, it's all funny. the emotions are, like, they're all putting their 80s gear on. Yeah. They're all like they're walking around with Diamond Girl and boom boxes. Like they can't wait for you to just concede. And this is normally what happens internally. F- is is all these those emotions are saying like, why you got to be this way? Why can't you ever just be like, let's all skate? <laughs> you know you want to soar like not an eagle. me, dude. You know you want to soar like an eagle. Because here's the thing: the first time I guess I went around, I was like, maybe I'm not as good as I thought I was. But the minute I realized I had it back, that's like I was definitely better than my wife. I was like, in your face! Like watch this 360. <laughs> I didn't need to, but it's I like to. it's like all the work you did with Chaz trying to get into heaven. You might have like screwed it up a little bit well, at the at the roller. Like the right. first time I went around, I was like, "You're not videotaping me, are you? Don't don't be taking pictures of me." And then as I went around, like at the end when we're in the car ride home, I'm like you got video of that, right? <laughs> exactly, exactly. <laughs> I'm like the business probably got video of it, but you're going to release it as a promo tape. It's like the party inside is fighting that. That exterior what, what that you I, need to put what, out. What there. I found even weird was I looked on their Facebook page and they actually had a group that traveled like I don't know maybe from Michigan or Wisconsin somewhere like a whole skate crew that came down and got their own. They got to go on private because they traveled and they they do their own thing and okay. And I was like, man, how do you get in part of that? But that is that's that's not. I picture cool. you. Be, cool, I though, picture you being like, it can't be cool. I picture you being like, did the business say anything about me? Like, oh, absolutely. Did, 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 I was hoping they'd read my review and be like, that's that guy. That's the guy that we, soared like a, when he said he him. soared like an eagle. We put two and two together. That's the eagle guy. Yeah. We call them Eddie I woke, the Eagle. I woke up thinking about the roller skate guy, and I was like, "He's out of my life forever. I'm never going to get him back." But alas, there the was Yelp a, came out. The best review. thing was there was a guy probably over sixty years old. He had to have been without skates, six foot tall, older guy, skinny dude, and he was wearing a black T-shirt with the. Do you remember the iron-on stuff you get at like Woodmar Mall? Like you'd go oh, and put yeah, like sure. like. I'm an F machine and you'd, you'd have them like press it onto your shirt or something like that. <laughs> you know, my mom listened. So, you know, but, no, but, but this guy had one that even said if like, it was the filthy version. It's awful. This, this guy had one that had like those word, the, the, the iron pressing that said something like skate champion, original skate champion, 1979 or something. And I'm like, he wore this thing. I took a picture of it, but I only got the back of it. He wore this thing so proud. He stood there with his hands on his hips, almost like well, people are going to remember me, right? Like there is, yeah. there's talk on the street. My name still rings out, does it not? It rings out. It rings out. Yeah. And those dudes are always, I remember like, I went like 15 years ago, 10 years ago, something like that. I went a long time to the Linwood one. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Is it even open? Yeah. Okay. So we shot there. We shot a podcast episode there, one of the early ones, where uh, my brother-in-law, oh, really? Steve, uh, the Ileana oh, Derby Dames. I remember that. They smashed him. Uh, he tried to get on there, and they they, they, they blasted him, dude. <laughs> they, they knocked him over a wall. Ah, I do remember that. It's on YouTube. Well, I remember going there, and there was a couple guys that are you and the other guys that do that. And I remember thinking, like, they're still wearing those super tight Jordashes. Like, mm, they I can't wear, wear like, those, though, but, but, but they wear really tight jeans. And the really cool dudes will put their hands in their pockets. Mm-hmm. 
as they skate around. Like, like, like you, I don't need these. You're thinking of the uh, the roller skate gang in the Warriors. The guys with the striped shirts that were <laughs> right, like, you right. know, we're so we're, we're that kick ass that we could fight and we have roller skates on. Well, you remember like Matthew McConaughey from Days and Confused, like that dude, but on skates. You know what I mean? All right, all right, let's get <laughs> yeah, out pretty to the much. rink. Yeah, and they have the large unbreakable comb in their back pocket. Well, you know what? In a lot of ways, you can make fun of that guy, but in a lot of that guy, in a lot of ways, we're, we're you know we're, we're like rodents down here laughing at the eagle while he soars. He doesn't care. I'm just telling you. It could be like one of those pictures you see on Instagram or on social media where it's like, this is how I see myself. This is how the world yes, sees myself. Yes, but yes. I don't feel that way. Like the dude that's doing um uh, the, what is that? The cha-cha now, y'all? Like the dude that's yeah, doing like right. the electric slide, but all extra. Right. Yeah. But see, here's the thing. Usually my wife would have no problem being like, yeah, no, you look like a complete douchebag out there. But no, she was like, this dude was doing, th-. I even made my daughter do a 360, like in her little cart. Well, there's just no denying it at that point. Yeah, it's like so. I was like, I gotta, I gotta put it down so good mm-hmm. that you ain't gonna forget it. Yeah, like there's, there's not, there's no room for opinion. Like, here. where you almost suggest that I wear skates normally. Mm-hmm. Like, we're going somewhere, and you're like, hey, it'd be really cool if you put skates on. Yeah, I think it would take us to that next level as a couple. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna Can keep you- my skates off. You put skates on. Like you're you're going to your kids' wrestling practice. Or you just skate there. Nothing would make me happier than if it was my if, if my wife just came home and was like, hey. I was thinking about it. I didn't, you know, I know we, we talk about talking to each other about spending money, but I felt that I really need, I wanted to, I wanted you to have these skates, light up wheels, you know, something really great to, I feel like when you're good at something, someone needs to, to, to really foster that, yeah. that hobby. The real crime here is you not buying new skates. <laughs> yeah. She's like, but I, I did sell all your shitty guitars because you <laughs> suck in order to pay for those skates. Yeah, you <laughs> that hobby new, you're done with. You could have new skates, but please stop podcasting. <laughs> right. Good enough for me, man. All right. Well, uh, you going to be playing anywhere? Did you wait real quick? Did you see a movie? I thought that I heard that you saw a movie, and we're not going to be able to have time to talk about it now because uh, it's just it's I gone on too. I saw the Burbs. I wanted to review the Burbs. Oh shit! Yeah. All right, we'll get to that. Um, you playing anywhere? Got anything going on? I am playing. Oh hell's bells! I'm. Yeah, I'm not playing. I'm playing at two one nine on the twenty first. Social two one nine in Sherwood. Yeah, social two nine with the twenty first. Just your your full band. That is going to be an acoustic show. Okay. Uh, the other thing is, again, we have uh, we have T-shirts. We have like a Jersey-style shirt where it's like a white shirt with red sleeves, the three-quarter length sleeves. Uh, there's an option to get the blue sleeves. And then we have a zip-up hoodie in two different colors, a navy blue uh, with white ink, and then red like the... Um, uh, what's that movie? The uh, Royal Tannenbaums sort of style looking. I didn't realize that we had navy ones, so I ordered the red one, which, Nin- I, which I want, but now I'm like... Man, well, you, could, would un, cool you could undo it and redo it if I you like. But um, either way, you can you can find those on our Podbean site now too. There's a tab on there for merch, so click on the merch tab and it'll take you through to the Custom Ink website where you can actually buy the stuff. So you don't have to send the money to us or get with us to buy them. You buy them, um, they ship them to us, and then we get them to you. So the shirts are available. Plus, we have tons of stickers. So I, you haven't noticed this, but on Instagram we have a sticker game going on. Um, and I'm putting some of the stuff on Twitter. If you want stickers, I'm giving them to you for free. All I ask is that I'll give you more than one. One you can keep to put wherever you like, but I want to give you at least one extra sticker to put somewhere cool and take a picture of it. Uh, and then we put it up on Instagram and, and give you the credit for it. So we're trying to see who can be the most creative with our stickers. Um, so we could just get some, um, Gonzo advertisement. Well, out there. uh, 
Santos put a bunch of cool ones out. Uh, Kojak put one up and posted it. So a lot of people are all posting. those are out. Oh, man. apparently, Check the Instagram out. apparently, you guys don't like free food and beer. <laughs> Who's you guys? Everybody who didn't put a sticker in those raccoons' hands oh, last yeah. week. Right. Do you go to that taxidermy place? <laughs> slap some hay, my man, around there. And I'm, 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 I, it's just like it's free money. I don't understand. People are crazy. That's true, especially because there's people that live right there that listen to the podcast a block away. They could literally do that. But the other thing is, is I'm even saying like, let's see who can get the most creative. I mean, we we had like I said, Santos drove all the way up to Dark Matter Coffee on the north side of the city mm-hmm. and, and put a couple up. Um, and even if you don't want to un- like stick them to things, take a picture of it like it's a flat Stanley in in some interesting places, because it's just yeah. you know then we put it up on Instagram and we give we make you a huge star. Make your grandma hold it. Just do something cool. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. All right, that is episode 176 of the Hey My Man podcast. Later.